Jess Connolly, and you are listening to the Go and Tell Gals podcast. We exist to equip and encourage kingdom women who are using their God-given gifts for the good of others and the glory of God. If you are a mom, a student, an artist, a doctor, we are hoping that this episode will leave you encouraged and ready to run. We're so glad you're here. Let's go. Hello, friends. Hi, gals. It's Jess and Caroline, and we are just sending you out for the end of this year with a quick podcast to help you think about the coming year. So this podcast episode is entitled Four Steps to Help You Prepare for Next Year. Here's what you need to know at the top of this episode. (laughs) Caroline and I are goals girls. We love goals. (laughs) Goal setting season is my favorite season. Okay. I agree. My favorite time of year is November 1st through January 2nd. Uh After January 2nd, then I'm like, oh, that's a lot. (laughs) I gotta do it all. (laughs) But I love the season in between. Caroline, will you tell our friends listening how early in your life you started thinking about goals because I do think this is very interesting. I was a very little girl. I mean, I remember thinking about goals when I was seven years old. I think I've told this story about on a podcast before how I like went to the library and got well, the librarian gave it to me. I didn't know how to find this. Gave me seven <laughs> habits of how highly affected people when I was seven years old. And I love goals. I love vision. I I mean Jess says that I am an Enneagram three wing three. I do think you're three wing three. That's probably true. If that gives you any background, but <laughs> that's so funny. I've always loved like dreaming about what could happen next. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I love that. So my family, we are goal women uh-huh. in general. But the first time I really remember like setting goals was in my twenties, my mid twenties. So it took me a minute to catch on. Yeah, and then like in. High school, I watched Laura Casey online so much. She does power sheets. Yes. And I loved her approach to goal setting. And I remember when I was in high school, I couldn't afford to buy power sheets. So I like made my little own in PowerPoint. Love, (laughs) love. It's always been, I've been a big fan. I love it. Well, so that being said, it's important to know that Carolina goals girls. Yep. But... I will say I'm coming into the 2023 Mm -hmm. goal setting season with no system for the first time in my life. Yeah. I'm like sensing that we need a different approach. Yes. I I agree. Both of us have been like, this isn't it. The old ways that got us here are maybe not serving us anymore. Right. Like what else could we do? Yeah. Yeah. What is God calling us to do? And so really, we just want to hand you these four we're calling them four steps, but let's just call it like four invitations. Yep, that's good. To to really press into what's next in the coming year. And this is where we're starting as veteran goals girls yeah. who are have maybe like lost our way a little bit, yep. lost our mojo. Yeah. Here's where we're starting. So I'm gonna tell you up front the four steps or the four invitations are number one, vision, number two, agreement, number three, rhythms. And number four, follow up. So first, let's talk a little bit about vision. Let's do it. I will tell you, I think when we say vision as Christian women, that means a million different things to us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so to get on the same page, I want to identify when I say vision, I really mean picturing what could be next. Yeah. And to me, that is a really spiritual process, but 
it doesn't also have to be. It could be just, you know, partnering with my own imagination to kind of imagine what could be coming. But why do you feel like vision is so important, Caroline, in the whole like moving forward process? I think vision A really grounds your goals and something good. that matters. I also think during the goal setting season, you could say of December, January 1, it can help you set meaningful goals that actually matter to you because it helps me actually check my motivations. Like, am I setting this goal because I want to look like that girl online or am I setting this goal because God has actually called me to this? I think it also is a helpful tool for just checking what you're after and, and also adds a little flavor of excitement to what you're working towards. I love that. So, so, so good. One of my favorite resources is the Vision Driven Leader by Michael Mm. Hyatt. I will say it changed my life as a person. It changed my life as a business leader. And so I'm not going to regurgitate all of his content about being a vision driven leader, but he does get these different sets of rules Mm. about vision and about setting vision. And just here are just a few of my favorite that I want to share. Number one, to be people who capture and embrace. And again, I would say maybe even accept the invitation from God to see vision in our life, to think about what could be. One of the most important things is number one, that we just own it, that we own the vision of our own Mm. life. And the reason why I would say this matters is because so many people have a vision for your life. So many people have an idea of what you should be or could be doing, but you actually have to own your own vision and say, this is where I believe God could take me or God wants to take me, or this is where I believe I'll want to end up in the long run. An important part about shedding about stepping into vision or agreeing with vision or embracing vision, I would say is shedding limiting beliefs. And Michael Hyatt talks a lot about this in Vision Driven Leader and really just this idea that all, that all of us, it's not something wrong with us, but mm-hmm. all of us walk around with a set of limiting beliefs about what we can or can't do and really, really, really do to embrace vision on a spirit-driven level, you have to really shed and fight those limiting beliefs. I think one of the core proponents of what we do at Go and Tell Girls is help people to think about others when they vision cast, how their life is going to impact or serve or bless others. And thinking about others is an important part of setting vision. A big part of setting vision for our life is don't ask how. Don't try to figure out how you're going to make the vision happen, but instead just let your mind be open to the possibility of what could be or what should be. And then lastly, I would say anticipating objections. Yeah. Knowing that number one, you're probably going to have some own objections to your vision. You're probably going to encounter some doubts or some disbelief or some confusion in your own self. And you're definitely going to encounter that with other people in your life. And instead of being shocked by that or offended by that, we can actually be prepared by that. Mm -hmm. We can feel loved by people asking clarifying questions about our God-given vision Mm -hmm. and instead be ready to maybe not necessarily even defend it, but to just explain why we think God is asking us to move in a particular direction. So good. I think, yeah, step one is make some time to get some vision. Where do you want to be a year from now? Where do you want to be five years from now? Where do you want to be 50 years from now? Yeah. And then my new favorite question that I've shared on the podcast at least once is, what do you want the world to look like a hundred years after you're gone? Because 
our life is actually adding up to something. And what happens in my life is actually adding up to something. And the same is true for yours. Uh And so I think there's wild kingdom sized vision when we say, how do I want this earth? How do I want this community? How do I want culture to be different a hundred years from now? And how does that impact how I live today? Yeah. The other thing I would just add is if you're listening to this and saying like, well, I don't have a vision. I can't envision. This is just like what I recommend that you do. So you take all of this, you get quiet. Maybe it doesn't have to be like a whole afternoon. It doesn't have to be a whole day for you to envision something. Set a timer on your phone for five minutes and just get quiet and get with God and ask him, ask mm. his, ask Holy Spirit to come visit you and ask God to reveal something to you and just know what you see and ask God to just keep revealing things to you. It doesn't have to be a whole afternoon. You can actually do it after this, you listen to this podcast. You can actually receive vision right where you come are. on. You don't have to wait for January 1. You don't have to wait for another day. You don't have to wait for something to change. You can receive vision for your life today. And that's the most beautiful part about this process. So good. Okay. Step number two is I would say, let's talk about agreement. Mm -hmm. So the second step to moving forward into the year that is coming is really understanding the idea of agreement. So when we talk about agreement, here's what we mean. We don't want to be new people. I don't want to become a better version of myself. I don't believe that that is the gospel, but I do want to live in agreement with who God has said I am. Mm -hmm. God has said that he's made me whole. God has said that he has called me an ambassador. God has said that I'm a life speaker. Mm -hmm. God has said that I can serve like him. God has said that I'm loving. God has said I'm compassionate. God has said I can be courageous. And so I want to live in a way that makes agreement with that identity, not striving to be somebody I'm not or striving to be somebody else or striving to be a better version of myself. And so when we talk about agreement, we mean what parts of your God-given identity do you want to really step into and live Mm -hmm. out in the year to come? Yeah, this concept really kind of solidified in my mind for me a few weeks ago. I was in a counseling session with my amazing counselor and she was just like, Caroline, like, what do you want to believe about yourself? Mm. And she just, it was just a simple question that just really struck me because when answering that question, it helps me ask, well, what can I believe about myself? And mm. that just immediately brings me to what God has said about me. So good. And that we can believe and that we can stand on. And after I answer that question, it just gives me so much clarity on how to move forward with the way that I live. And it helps me move towards that vision because God has given us a beautiful identity so that he can bring something out in us. And this agreement question ceases striving, which is so important for goal setting. Love, love, love. Okay. So step one is get vision from God about your life. Step two is make agreements about your identity and maybe even decide what agreements you want to make about your God-given identity that's already yours. Hey gals, listen, we have an amazing treat for you. A lot of you were not able to come to the Recover event that we had this past September. And you asked and begged and pleaded and said, please, 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 will you put the audio recordings from that event on sale? And so we have had them 
produced and edited, and we have them ready for you to listen to. So if you couldn't be at our Recover event this past September, you now can pretend like you are there right now by getting the audio sessions from that event. It was incredible. It was an all-day coaching event for women on mission, and we talked about four different areas, recovering our God dreams, recovering our calling, recovering boundaries in our life, and recovering bravery. And we want to invite you right now to go to the link in our social media profiles or to look in the podcast notes of this episode to see how you can get that recover audio for yourself today. You can listen to the whole day and use that information to coach yourself over the holiday season and see what God reveals as you listen. Okay, we are back with step number three to prepare for the next year. And now I want to talk about rhythms. Yep. So when we talk about rhythms on the Go and Tell Gals podcast or in our coaching, yep. a lot of times we're talking about really like a rule of life. And Caroline, yes. I want you to talk about the rule of life in a moment. But so when we're talking about rhythms, we're just essentially asking like, what are the daily, weekly, monthly rhythms you want to engage in that, again, help you agree with mm-hmm. the God-given vision God has given you for your life? So we're taking it all the way back. But you and I have a new proposition of yes. rhythms. And today we want to say, when are you going to ask yourself some honest questions? Because let's don't just do this at the new year. Let's yeah. don't just do this at the end of the year. So Caroline and I came up with a few questions that we want to ask of our souls and that we want to yeah. ask of ourselves of our souls rhythmically. Yes. That really just like shape the actions or the rhythms that you might take. Yeah. Because of these questions. Yeah. So why don't you jump us off with questions? Yeah. So I love looking at my life and asking God and asking my own self, where is more freedom available to me? Where can I just like step into more freedom in my life? It might be in my friendships. It might be in my body. It might be in my work, but like really noting that. I think a second one that I love is where is more authority available to you? I think Jess, you're really good at asking this question. Mm. That's a really helpful question. Our next question is like, where is more rest available to you? Where can you stop? Where could you quit something? Where could you find a little bit of margin? We need these things. And lastly, where is more surrender? What could you just let go of? What could you let God do instead of you striving to do something? So good. Okay. I want to tell you the reason why I love all four of these questions is because freedom, authority, mm. rest, and surrender are all gifts God has given so us. So good. We don't have to work for them. No, they're ours. We don't have to figure them out. We don't have to earn them. Mm. They're all good gifts we've been given. And I believe that if we individually look at our lives, we'll see even more places where we have freedom, authority, rest, and surrender available to us. And that's why I would say asking these questions as a rhythm, whether it's every week or every month or asking one a week, feels like such a helpful tool to me. Now, in light of that, will you talk a little bit about rule of life, Caroline? Because I think you were using the rule of life a lot longer than I was. Yeah. I think the rule of life has been a really helpful tool. And a rule of life is just a framework of 
things you want to live by or rhythms you want to pursue in your days? Like, how do you want to live? And really, in order to write mine, I thought about two things. One, how can I agree with the identity God has already given me? And also two, how can I receive the gifts God wants to give me in a, in a better way? That's and, good. and pursuing practices that line up with those two things, I've seen so much fruit grow in my life. And it's really interesting because I find that agreement and this posture of receiving the Holy Spirit, receiving God, receiving like what the kingdom can offer us here on earth is completely countercultural to what the world says of like, go get something or go try to be something. As like women of the kingdom, we get to agree and we get to receive. And I think taking those two concepts and attaching them to a rule of life. I mean, my rule of life is simple. It's how do I love others? How do I serve God? And how do I love who God made me to be? And those are simple things that translate to daily, monthly, and yearly rhythms, such as spending time with God in the morning every day or tithing to the church every week, et cetera. So, so, so good. Yeah. I, in my rule of life, and especially if I'm coaching like a staff or a team through it, I'll say like, Hey, let's look at the big bucket areas of your life. Let's look at your health. Let's look at your relationships. Let's look at your money. Let's look at your spiritual life. Mm -hmm. Let's look at your family. What do you want the rhythms of those to look like? And I will take this for me as far as saying like, okay, once a month, I want to have a girl's night with friends. Three times a month, I want to have a really extensive family night. Once a month, I want to set a a budget meeting with my family to go over our finances. Every morning at 5am, I want to spend time with God Mm -hmm. and just plugging in those daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly rhythms that again, go back to helping me agree with who God has made me to be and fit into the larger vision of what he has spoken over my life, what he's given me for my life. And so maybe this year, this is new to you. Maybe this is not the year to set like 20 unrealistic goals or even five goals that feel really high reaching that maybe don't matter. Maybe this is the year to get some vision, make some agreements with who God's made you to be and just set some rhythmic yes. goals that, that again, will lead to massive fruit in your life, but will look like you're starting yes. really small. I think that that might be a helpful tool for a lot of us. Yeah. I think this rule of life concept, number one, has given me the freedom to be faithful. I don't have to decide anymore. Like, who am I? What do I want to do? What is God calling me to good. do? It just gives me freedom to be like, oh, at 5 a.m. I pray. Okay. I can pray now. And God takes care of the rest. So, so, so good. Okay. Lastly, our fourth invitation for you to prepare for the coming year is to consider follow-up. Yep. So by follow-up, all I'm asking is, when are you going to ask these questions again? When are you going to revisit whatever you write down in Mm -hmm. response to these invitations? And I would suggest that you write down something because when we write things down, everything shifts. The other piece of follow-up is what are you going to do making a plan for what you're going to do when it doesn't go well? What are you going to do when that new rhythm you set 
to go on a prayer walk once a week doesn't happen for the first three weeks of the year. Are you going to reevaluate? Are you going to try again? What are you going to do when the first time you plan a new coffee date with a new friend, it bombs and Mm -hmm. you have an emotional hangover and it wasn't what you were hoping (laughs) for? How are you going to follow up and how are you going to regroup when either the rhythm falls off or it doesn't go well, or maybe it's even gotten old and a little bit boring? How are you going to keep refreshing those rhythms? Yeah. Like how are you going to decide to receive grace too? Because that's good. Follow up plans for normal human failure. It almost isn't failure. It's just growth. So we just get to follow up, like marking your calendar and understanding something we were talking about earlier, like January 1 is not the only fresh start. The Lord's mercy is new every single morning. Yeah. It's like really good news that we're free to follow up. We're free to keep going. We're free to try again. Absolutely. Friends, we love you. And we know that God is mighty in you and he is so mighty in your year to come. Listen, you can get a whole PDF to help you walk through these four invitations at the link in any of our social media profiles on the show notes of this episode or on our website, goandtellgals.com. We are so grateful. So grateful for you guys. Yes. It has been an incredible year of coaching and praying and processing and talking with you all. We know God is mighty in you. He is mighty in your 2023. And we are absolutely praying that you sense his nearness and his presence and his power in your life. Let's go. Thanks for joining us for today's podcast episode. We would be so blessed if you would take a minute to leave a review wherever you've listened to this podcast. You're also welcome and encouraged to share this on Instagram, Facebook, wherever you use social media. We'd also love to hear from you. DM us on Instagram or send us a message on Facebook. Shoot us an email. We love to connect with you to hear how we can encourage you and further equip you. God is mighty in you. Let's keep going.